Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Hello, thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Jason Laird. I want to welcome you to our 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting uh, here in the month of January. Uh, we're almost finished, man. We're about to wrap up with these 21 days, and uh, hopefully you've been tracking along with us, uh, and God's been speaking to you. I know for me, it's been a really, really good uh, good little season of intentional seeking after God, um, and and I've, I've been able to experience personally the Hebrews 11 scripture we've been reading, that God rewards those who diligently seek Him, and uh, He's definitely rewarded uh, the pursuits uh, that, that I've been... Uh, going after him with prayer and, and the season of fasting and uh, intentional time and scripture reading. It's been really good. And so hopefully you've had the same experience uh, today. I want to share with you just for a few moments from this idea of seeking an open door, seeking an open door. And I'm going to explain what, what specifically I'm talking about when I say an open door. Um, Colossians chapter four, uh, verse two through verse six will be our reading for today. Uh, here's what, what Paul, the Apostle Paul, here's uh, what he said. This was his encouragement to the Christians in Colossae. It says, be faithful to pray as intercessors who are fully alert and giving thanks to God. Now, let me stop right there and just break this down for just a moment. He's saying, be faithful to pray. Uh, other translations, maybe the one you're reading, uh, he says, be diligent. Uh, be persistent, like don't, like don't stop. I think my first encouragement to you is this, is after these 21 days, don't stop. Let's keep being faithful in prayer and seeking God. Let's keep being diligent in praying. But he goes on, he says, be faithful to pray as intercessors. So he's, he's saying, I, I want your prayers to be faithful as a particular type of person that's praying, and that is an intercessor. And he's He's, he's not speaking to a specific group of people that maybe have a calling to be an intercessor. So what is an intercessor? Intercessor is someone that has this grace and gift uh, to pray for other people, to pray on behalf of other people. Now, there are some people that have that gift and that grace. Uh, my mom, she's one of those people. I think even my wife, Jennifer, uh, is, is a person gifted in grace to be an intercessor. But there's also a broader call that we all have as Christians to intercede or to pray on behalf of of other people, not just praying for our own needs, not just praying, uh, you know, God bless me, God give me this, God fix this, solve this problem. But when we take intentional time to pray on behalf of other people and the things that they may need, it could be something that they need spiritually or emotionally or physically or financially, and we pray on their behalf, you know, I think it's probably a good idea that our prayers are not always focused on ourselves, but we should think about other people when we pray. So he says, uh, I want you to be faithful to pray as intercessors who are fully alert and giving thanks to God. And he goes on, he says, and please pray for me. Paul's like, I need as much prayer as I can get. He says, please pray for me that God will open a door of opportunity for us to preach the revelation of the mystery of Christ for whose sake I am imprisoned. Here's what he's saying from this jail cell he's writing, and he's saying, I need you to pray for me, and my prayer 
is that God would open up a door of opportunity for me to be able to preach or share about this revelation that I have about who Jesus is. He's saying, I want to share the gospel. I want to tell people about the hope that is found in Jesus and how my life has been transformed and changed by Jesus. And he said, I want you. He's asking the Christians in Colossae. He's saying, will you pray that God will open up a door for me to be able to tell someone about Jesus? And he goes on and says, also pray that I would unfold and reveal fully this mystery, for that is my delightful assignment. Let me ask you this question. Do you, do you, do you see sharing, uh, sharing with other people at your workplace, your neighborhood, maybe complete stranger, do you see that as a delightful assignment or as a necessary burden or obligation? Uh, I know that sometimes it can be, it can be frightening. It can be terrifying. It can be intimidating. It can be so many different mix of, um, you know, it's this bag of emotions when it comes to sharing your faith or sharing about Christ with somebody, especially like a coworker, somebody that you see every day. Like what if you say something wrong and you freak them out or they think you're some weird, holy roller, whatever, you know, it can be intimidating. I mean, I get it, but Paul says this, man, it's my delight. It is an assignment that I feel like God has given me to unfold fully and to reveal to people this mystery of the grace of God, that a loving God could love us so much that he'd send his son Jesus to lay down his life for us. He's like, it's my delight to be able to share about this mystery. And I, he's saying, I just need you guys to pray that God would open up this door, like a door of opportunity where somebody will maybe ask me a question or somebody will have a moment where they're leaning in and they're listening to what I'm saying and their heart will be open and I'd get a chance to share with them about the hope that's found in Jesus. I mean, you can just sense Paul had such a burden for this. And he goes on and I'll read the last couple of verses. He says, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk in the wisdom of God as you live before unbelievers or those that, that don't have a relationship with Jesus. He says, I want you to walk in wisdom, like watch how you live. Um, in front of them and he says and make it your duty to make him known again he's saying it's your responsibility so it's not just my responsibility as the pastor as Paul the apostle it's not just my responsibility to share about Christ as he as as God opens up doors but he says it's also your responsibility as Christians um, that that every single one of us as the door opens for us to share that we we feel that responsibility and we step into that and we make him known. But notice that he says first, he goes, I, you need to watch the way that you live in front of these people that don't know Jesus, the people that maybe you work with or that you go to school with or the people that live on your block in your neighborhood in your apartment complex. He was like, be careful the way that you live in front of them. Be wise because they're watching your life and every day you're building a case, a case for Christ or a case against Christ by your character and by your conduct. And so he says, you need to be wise about how you live in front of them um, because you, it's your responsibility to make him known. It's your responsibility to represent Christ. I love that word represent. If you look at it, it's re-present. Represent is re-present. You're re-presenting Christ to a world that needs to know him. And so the question becomes, are we re-presenting Christ to a world that maybe has had a bad representation of Christ. And he goes on and he says this, and I'll finish with this last verse. He says, So let every word you speak be drenched with grace 
and tempered with truth and clarity. For then you will be prepared to give a respectful answer to anyone who asks about your faith. Let me read that one more time. He says, let every word you speak. In other words, it's in the context of speaking to unbelievers, those that do not know Jesus. He says, let every word, when you speak to unbelievers, co-workers that maybe don't know Jesus, neighbors that don't know Jesus, when you speak to them, make sure that your words are drenched with grace and tempered with truth and clarity. And then he says, for then you will be prepared to give a respectful answer to anyone who asks about your faith. I think this is key, is that not only we're praying for open doors, for God to open up a door for us to be able to share about Christ, but we also need to pray that, God, will you give me wisdom in in making sure that I'm watching the way that I live in front of these people, building a credible witness, that my words would carry weight, but also, God, I pray that my words would not just be some dogmatic approach trying to win a theological argument, but that, God, that my words would be drenched with grace and love and truth and mercy and I'd be ready uh, to share and to give an answer and to give uh, give a reason for this hope that I have in Jesus and so today I really just have three things I want to I want to give you as points of application number one let's pray today for open doors to share with people about Jesus let's just pray just pray say God I pray today that you'd open up a door for me to share about you, maybe it's with my Uber driver, coworker, a family member. Open up a door. Don't don't kick the door in. Don't force it. But just let God open up a door for you, a door of opportunity for you to be able to share Christ. So number one, pray for open doors to share about Jesus. Number two, watch how you live in front of those that may not know Jesus. Watch how you live your life, the way that you speak, the way that you respond. The way that you react to things, just just be mindful, be aware of that. So watch that. And then the third one is make sure that you season your words with grace, love, respect, and truth when you share about Jesus. Well, hopefully that encourage you today as uh, we just believe that God's going to open up doors for you to be able to uh, maybe plant a little seed of the gospel into someone's heart today. Don't be weird. <laughs> Don't force it. Uh, don't kick in the door. Just just let God just graciously open the door. And man, you just just follow the Spirit as the Spirit would lead you to share about Christ. Uh, but let me pray for us today. Father, we love you so much. We thank you for today. I thank you that you are opening doors even as we speak. Open up doors today for us to have an opportunity to share with someone about the hope that we have in Jesus, that we can share about our faith in Christ. We can share about our relationship with you, God, that we can we can share with people that they could have that same experience, that they could know you the way that we know you, um, that they could find freedom the way that we have found freedom. Uh, Lord, help us. Give us courage. Give us um, boldness. Give us humility. Season our words with grace and with love and with truth as we share with people, as you open up opportunity for us to do so. And God, I pray that you would just help us to be mindful um, and sensitive and aware and alert to the way that we live in front of people that do not know you, or maybe they've had a bad uh, representation of you. May we represent or represent you, Jesus, to a world that needs to see Jesus. We ask you for that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hopefully you enjoyed today's devotional. Let me just remind you about 
two really important things that are coming up this Sunday uh, at 10.30 a.m. We have our normal service, and we'll be hosting baptism uh, right afterwards. If you haven't registered yet for baptism, you can do so by going to sozo.co slash baptism. We love to be able to celebrate your changed life um, this coming Sunday. Um, also, um, we have our worship night that's going to be finishing out this 21 days of prayer and fasting. You do not want to miss this. It's, it's also this coming Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. right back there in the same auditorium at James Lick Middle School. So we look forward to seeing you uh, this Sunday. Tune in for tomorrow. We're going to have another great day on our podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team. Sozo Church gathers every Sunday morning in San Francisco, and we'd love for you to join us. For service times, location, and other info, visit our website at sozo.co or follow along on social media at sozochurchsf.